Welcome to the School of Sellers podcast, a teacher business show that is short on time, but big on action. Full-time, part-time, or just getting started? No matter where you are in your teacher-seller journey, there's something here for everyone. Making your online teacher business feel doable every step of the way. Here's your host, Erin Waters. Hi there, seller friends. Welcome to another episode of School of Sellers. Today, I'm talking to you about a buzzword that we hear and see pretty much everywhere we look these days. And I'm going to preface this segment by just saying that I realize some of the ideas in this show today might seem a little controversial, but I promise you I have good intentions and I hope that you'll listen all the way through to truly hear my message that I have for you today. Today, we are talking all about self-care. And if you've been living under a rock, um, self-care, if you did not know, is just the simple act of taking care of yourself and preserving your well-being, especially in the midst of a super busy and fast-paced life that we tend to subscribe to as a society. So self-care is simply taking care of yourself. And to be clear, I think that taking care of yourself is extremely important, right? I think that making sure your mind and your body are doing well is the most important thing in life because without your mind or your body, you couldn't do every other thing in life. I also think that self-care is easy to overlook, especially in the teacher-seller business. It's very easy to get wrapped up in our job, and all of the responsibilities that we have to do that it is very, very likely that we might sacrifice our own well-being for the well-being of our business at times. So I do think it's important, and I'm not advocating today to stop taking care of yourself by any means, but I am going to present you with kind of a fresh look at the whole self-care idea and how it applies to us as teacher sellers. Okay, so my one big problem with the self-care message that we are exposed to day in and day out is that as a person who actually enjoys working and enjoy working hard, I often feel guilty about my desire to work because I'm being shown all of these messages about, you know, how I should take the afternoon off and take a three-hour nap or watch Netflix all day instead of doing the laundry. And for me personally, I just don't enjoy trading those things for not working, right? Like I can't really relax at my house if I know that there are lots of things to be done. I can't relax if there is a mess surrounding me at all times. I have to do something proactive. And when I hear those self-care messages, I kind of feel guilty. Like, is there something wrong with me? Why do I not want to take a nap and I'd like to work instead? And the same thing applies to my business. And I, you know, if my husband on the weekend, because I usually don't work on weekends, if my husband says, you know, I've got the kids, I'm going to take them to the playground for half an hour, you go take time to relax. Nine times out of 10, I will most likely go into my office and work on one of my projects because that's what I want to do. I'm not doing it because I have a deadline or anything like that. It's what I truly enjoy doing. So that's my main problem with the self-care message is that oftentimes it makes me feel guilty for actually wanting to work. And I want to share a little story with you that changed the entire course of my business and kind of ignited this desire to work, but also the feeling of 
being okay with wanting to work. And this is a story about Kobe Bryant. I wasn't sure if I should share this story today. It's one that I shared in Austin last year at the TPT conference. And in light of his recent passing, I did hesitate to share this with you. But then I thought, you know what? There is no greater tribute than sharing part of his legacy that has inspired me and my business so much that I would say it's probably the single most important story that I've had so far in my business. This is a story of how Kobe Bryant was training for the United States men's Olympic basketball team. And one of the trainers for the team had offered him some additional coaching. And he said, you know what, Kobe, if you want to come in one morning before practice and just shoot around with me, I'd love to join you and help you out with whatever you might need. So Kobe took him up on it. And the next day at four o'clock in the morning, they met at the gym and shot baskets, did some drills, whatever basketball players do. I'm not a big sports person. And after a few hours, the trainer said, all right, I'm going to take off, you know, because the team practice was getting ready to start in a few hours. And he said, I'll see you at practice. Well, several hours passed and the trainer returned to the gym and he ran into Kobe, who was also in the gym. And he casually asked Kobe, how was the rest of your training this morning? You know, like what time did you end up leaving? And Kobe looked at him and said, oh, he's like, I just I just finished. And the trainer was like, what? Because at this point, it was five or six hours after their early, early morning practice. And Kobe said, yeah, I set a goal for myself. I wanted to make this many baskets, and I wasn't going to leave until I reached that goal. And I just reached that goal. And the important thing of this story is not that that was a one-time deal for Kobe. This was what Kobe did every single day. Whether he was training for the Olympic team or not, Kobe would show up to the gym in the very, very, very early morning hours and practice by himself, honing and fine-tuning his skills while everybody else was at home sleeping in their beds. The title of this article was Because of 4 a.m. And quite simply put, it was the reason why Kobe was better than everybody else because of the time and the work and his desire to improve that other people simply did not possess and were not doing at the time. And when I heard this story, I was like, hell yes, because I felt like I was finally being given permission to work hard for something that I wanted, right? Nobody has ever forced me to work. Nobody has ever forced me to want to do things in the TPT business. But when I feel genuinely excited about the work that I'm doing and the results that I'm getting and the difference that I'm making, you better bet that that's going to light a fire in me to work more. And I think that when we are surrounded by messages all around us every day on social media about the importance of rest and recharging and taking baths and eating bonbons all day, it's easy to feel guilty. Like, why? what is wrong with me that I don't want to do those things? Like, I get my thrills from working and it's something I truly want to do. Now, I am not saying that you need to start waking up at 4 a.m. every morning. I'm not doing that, and I don't think you should either. But I am saying that if you are somebody who enjoys working and you want to work hard and you want to spend your free time building your business and working on your business, then it is okay to work hard for something that you want, even if it seems like other people 
aren't doing that same thing. You're not a workaholic. You're not doing the wrong thing by choosing work over relaxation. You are simply going after what you want and you are working because you want to. There is absolutely nothing wrong with that. So after I heard the story, I I thought to myself, you know what? I think that working can be a form of self-care. Maybe it's 20 stolen minutes to work on a blog post while your kids watch TV. Maybe it's staying up 30 minutes later instead of watching Netflix, and instead you're going to work on your Facebook posts for the next month. But if it is something that makes you feel good and feel better, then it can be a form of self-care as well. Because think about it. If you spend even 10 minutes working on your business, and afterward you feel like your anxiety levels are down, it has eased your mind a little bit, being able to cross things off your to-do list. It has released endorphins that make you feel happy for the work that you just completed. How is that not self-care? So if working on your business is your self-care, then I want you to hear this. It is okay to want to work. It's okay to want to work hard. And it's okay to bypass moments of relaxation if working hard is going to have the same results on your mind and your body. Now, if you are someone who's kind of on board with this message, but you're just thinking like, there's just no way I can commit to working instead of relaxing, like I feel like I'm gonna have to relax, I think that's totally fine. In fact, something I've incorporated into my daily schedule now are two different kinds of hours. I have work hours and I have what I call flex hours. And I think this is something that you could adopt easily to find a balance between self-care that is not work and self-care that is work. My work hours, simply put, are hours where I commit to working every single day. And this is especially important for me since I do TPT full-time now. It is my livelihood. I have to work in order to support my family. So working hours are not negotiable for me. So I have a set set of hours where I do work no matter what. But then I have several flex hours in my schedule as well. And these are in my evening hours, and they could be any time throughout the day for you, depending on your schedule. But my flex hours are hours where I kind of leave them up in the air. I plan to work during my flex hours, but when the time comes, if I don't feel like working and I'd rather do something else, then I'll do something else. This is a way of allowing myself flexibility throughout my day to relax or work and see what I feel like doing at the time. So usually between the hours of like 8 and 11 are my flex hours. If you've tuned into my past shows, you know that I also have a list of tasks that I call Netflix and chill tasks. So a lot of times I'll do these Netflix and chill tasks during my flex hours because they're a very happy medium of working and not working. I can feel productive and get things done and checked off my list, but it doesn't require a whole lot of brain power. So during my flex hours, I would say a third of the time you can find me working on like a serious project for my business in my office while my husband watches sports out in the living room. A third of the time you can find me binge watching Netflix on the couch doing absolutely nothing productive. And then the other third of the hours you can find me somewhere in between, maybe watching TV while I cross off some of my Netflix and chill tasks. These are usually things like designing things for pins or going through and sorting the files on my computer because 
My desktop has become like a toxic wasteland throughout the week. Maybe it's finding content to share on social media or sorting through my saved posts and my photos on my phone. Things that don't take a whole lot of brain power, but still will be something that I can cross off my work list. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I appreciate you hearing my thoughts on the self-care trend. And I hope that this has helped you out in some way to really feel good about the work that you are doing and the way that you are spending your time. Thanks for tuning in and I will talk to you next week. And action.